0: Welcome to Convinced. I'm Vince Roca. Did he say venti mocha? I'm Michael Hutchinson. And this is the show. Woo-hoo! All right, so you're in London. I'm in London, training for, with Helen to make sure she's Helen, fit for the Olympics. For a friend of yours, Helen Jenkins, uh, who's going to compete in the triathlon. Yes. Uh, in the 2012 Olympics. And the triathlon is uh, swimming. Yes. Biking. Yes. And running. <clears throat> And in that order okay yeah, exactly in that order um, so the day of the triathlon uh, had you how long before the triathlon was it that you had seen Helen uh,
1: the Wednesday no uh, I saw, Yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw Wednesday because I left Wednesday night, I think triathlon for us
0: was saturday saturday well she raced on saturday morning yeah one in the morning for us which became nine in the morning for for for, us for you so you saw her the wednesday before
1: yeah it was either tuesday or wednesday i don't remember which
0: and so but you're with vince the entire time right
1: Mm -hmm. and vince was going out training with her up until that time up until he would wake up in the morning no matter how much we drank vince would be up in the morning at what time um, I, usually about eight, I guess. Eight, and then he would go and cycle and he, with her? And he'd cycle with her,
0: do, and I push don't know, her. 30, 40 miles, whatever it is they do. Wow. And the, the yeah. one day... Of course, to be fair, Vince cycles all the time. So him to get up at nine in the morning and cycle for 40 miles is like us getting up <laughs> at nine in the morning and going to the bathroom. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. So, uh, And where's Mark? Are, do you see Mark? Is Wednesday the last time you saw Mark? Or do yeah, because they, they went Mark? together. They went okay. They, they went to the, right the Olympics right, yeah. together, yeah. so they ditched you guys and went and did their Olympic thing.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, it's a little stressful, so that's fine. <laughs> um, okay. All right. Stressful. You yeah. sure? Well, you know, especially you know, she's was top at her game, and now she has an injury, and she's worried about that. She it's, she got injured as you said last time. She got injured in Ju- in June. I think it was June. Yeah. She and hurt was, her knee. Yeah, but she doesn't know how. Uh, she wasn't doing any hard training. Mm-hmm. Sounds it, like an it's excuse. It's just. It just <laughs> it just
2: started hurting her
1: mm-hmm. um, they had mri's done you know as a professional athlete you know they they take pretty good care of all of them. yeah right. and they really couldn't find anything and she's had like i said it's on her blog and then she had some stuff that was like wd40 for her knee put on and so, so she was
0: talking about this before the race she was already setting people up
1: with, well yes and in no. case i she mean didn't there win. were a select few who knew, oh. but not everybody, because if you let people know that you have an injury, mm-hmm. you know it's it's not good. So her friends knew. Oh, why? Because so like one of the other runners would kick her in the knee or something like that. <laughs> like Tanya Harding, which
0: I thought would have been badass as I was watching the event. Is that? Uh, and I actually said it to Deanna, and she thought I was serious. I was like, "Wait until you get in the last leg. They start hitting each other." <laughs> And she's like, what? And I'm like, seriously, they start pushing and shoving and hitting each other. It's awesome. Uh, and that would be awesome if you could it. would, like, it would make it Because, like, when jockeys are run, running on a horse, like, sometimes they'll take the whip, which I always loved, and they'll whip the jockey next <laughs> yeah, to him. Um, and how badass would that be if, like, in the in running we had people, like, they would start fighting each other <laughs> for that <laughs> Trying to trip them. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, maybe, like, you could choose uh, you could carry two rocks with you and possibly throw them at the people <laughs> next to you. Make the but Olympics. You only use two more viewable. Um, so, okay. So leading up to it, is she, uh, you, I mean, you, is she doing a lot of interviews is like, as the press all around her,
1: you know, at this time, no, when we saw her, she really wasn't doing much. I think it was kind of laid back kind of, cause I want to focus. I don't want time, all that
0: other pressure. Uh, as you said, she won, uh, San Diego, But more importantly, a year prior, uh, she finished first in this exact same course that she was going to run in the Olympics. Yes. Um, She was the first uh, qualifier or I don't know, whatever. She finished first. um, So she is thought to be the front runner to win the first uh, medal, period, that the United Kingdom has ever gotten in a triathlon. That would
1: be correct, yes. Uh,
0: male or female. She would be the first to win, okay? So there's got to be a lot of – I thought there would be a lot pressure. of pressure surrounding her. Well, uh, the pressure that she's dealing with, fine. But, I mean, there, I figured that she would be doing a lot of interviews and stuff
1: like that. There'd well, I think they tried to keep that away because it's just so much more pressure that she doesn't need. Oh, you
0: athlete. mean the uh, the Olympic people keep the press away yeah, from Between the...
1: that and Mark, I think Mark also tends to keep some things that – arm's length to make sure, you know. Is Does Mark
0: a, do a bunch of press? A bunch of, does he talk? He does do some. Okay, so he's talking about her and, and you know, whatever, that her head's clear for the game. Oh, yeah. Um, they said that she got up at uh, 5 a.m. every morning and would run this course. She knew this course like the back of her hand. She did. I don't know how often she, she ran it. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, she, she's, the she's from there.
1: there. That's her you know, it's her, her home turf, so she knows it. Did you come
0: home and watch... The hour footage of it, did you TiVo it or anything and then watch no. it No, so oh, Vince, Vince
1: it. didn't have the TiVo. Um, and uh, do, do they not have
0: TiVo in Brigaden? Bridge End. Whatever, Bridge End on that side of the pond, do they not have TiVo?
1: In Wales, they're lucky to have electricity, indoor plumbing.
0: They right. still,
1: still use 220. I have a sound clip, uh, the
0: minute and a half. Of the uh, Olympics. Now,
1: where were you stationed? Were you stationed off of running, biking, or? Uh, running and biking, because where right. we were at, we were about 300 yards away from the finish line. So I don't know if you know where the penalty box is. We were close to where the penalty box was. I don't know where the penalty box was. Uh, so it's about, you, three, about 300 yards from the finish line. So I, you got to see them do three laps, I think, of the bikes, and then two laps of running, or three laps of running, four laps on the bike? I,
0: I have a sound clip from swimming. Which you couldn't tell who was who, because yeah. they all wear the same thing, and they were wearing wetsuits. Uh, yeah, and that's pretty annoying in that they're all wearing the same cap. I mean, they should have different colored caps or numbers or something, like they do when they run. They do have numbers, uh, but on their cap. I mean, we you can't, can't see them yet. It should like one should be in a red. It should look like race cars. It should look like the <laughs> outfits that they wear, right? Uh, even when they run, that you can tell them apart somewhat that way. But so here's a clip that uh, from NBC's Olympics of the running
3: great britain has probably the overall favorite for the victory today in helen jenkins she won the test event on this same course a year ago here in london she's from great britain and she is trying to become the first british triathlete to ever win a medal of any kind in the olympic games in this event get the very front near the top of your screen That is number eight, Lucy Hall from Great Britain. She is the youngest athlete in the field today, only 20 years of age, and along with her teammate, Vicky Holland.
0: Did you meet Lucy
1: or Vicky? I did not, no. Okay, Okay. all right,
3: continue. They are both working for Helen Jenkins, the 28-year-old who is a two-time world champion, the reigning world champion, won the test event on this course a year ago, and it's an interesting composition to the team from Great Britain because other nations sometimes might pick three singular leaders to have on their team but what great britain did they picked hall and holland specifically to work for jenkins to be her domestique as they call it to try and get her the gold medal
2: right and that's a great strategy if you're trying to get one of your athletes on the top of the podium it's very beneficial to have two other athletes whose sole purpose is to work for you now vicky holland is a great triathlete herself She's really got it together, both on the swim bike and the run. But her job here is to make sure that Lucy Hall, that that Helen Jenkins gets on the podium. We saw Lucy Hall there just turn over. What she's doing is she's, she's such a strong swimmer that she can take a break, turn over on her back or look over her shoulder to see who's with her. Now, what she doesn't know right now is what number is behind her. She doesn't realize that that's not Helen Jenkins on her feet, but she does see that there's two athletes on her feet and another four just behind them.
3: One of our favorites, Helen Jenkins of Great Britain, was 10th out of the water.
0: All right. So the setup here in America on NBC is they talk about Helen a lot. Like, they're, Helen Jenkins, Helen Jenkins. I mean, her name is mentioned a ton of time during the, the uh, broadcast. Uh, and they're watching her and, you know, keeping track of her. And, you know, we're – we T-voted uh, and woke up in the morning and watched it in bed. Um, So, you know, we're having breakfast and watching it and very excited by, you know, watching Helen compete and win and what's going on. But it seems this is a singular event. This is not a team
1: event. Well, that's not true because it it is a team. There's only
0: one winner. The team does not win. And if Helen... The same
1: thing as Tour de France, which is only one winner, but it's a team event. But this
0: this is part of my problem. I mean, they... Look, I understand financially why it has become – why Vicky and uh, – what was the other girl's name? Uh, Hall, Lucy Hall. Lu- Vicky and Lucy are
1: picked to get Helen on the podium. But they're also really – they weren't just picked. I mean, they, they're they good athletes. It's not like uh,
0: – Yeah, well, they say that they're good athletes, but they say that they're picked so Helen can draft in the – uh, swimming and, you know, keep her, save her strength. And then uh, I guess draft in the cycling. So then she can really punch it up there in the running
1: section. Um, but hey, so remember, this is pre, before everyone knew what was going on with her knee. Like it wasn't announced till after. That's
0: fine. That's okay. We're, all right. We'll get to her little knee thing. Um, so yeah, she gets, she's 10th out of the water. Uh, which really is kind of scary i mean i didn 't I was at that point I was like
1: oh i don 't know this that 's a big good. bunch though so it 's not
0: I know that and that 's interesting too is uh, you get into a group and you can 't get out of that group like that like you 're in the second group you you just can 't swim up to the first group, but the first group can remain in their pack, like the way that the water drafting, or maybe it's just the sheer mentality or just physics. I don't know. However it works. Uh, and even when they run in groups or they cycle in groups, how they you get into that group and you can't – like it's really difficult to burst up to the next group mm-hmm. and how the groups break off from each other. Uh, it's pretty neat. But the way that they've set it up, or at least the way that NBC has set it up, and I don't know if this was – that's why I'm curious as to the way that it was over here. The way Bob Costas and what we just heard makes it sound like Helen Jenkins is going to win and she's going to win because there's an entire team behind her.
1: Like and she's number 1 in the world. She she's, she's, she's number 1 in that.
0: She won on this course last year. So like NBC is setting it up for Americans to be like this is why we're going to lose. America is going to lose this race because they've rigged it for Helen to win. That's that's kind of what I get out of what the announcers are saying, um, that she's got a whole team behind her, that she's won this before, it's her home turf, blah, 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 blah. That's why America essentially is going to lose. But they are forming it into that's why Helen Jenkins is going to win. So, one, I feel like uh, it's jacked up that, you know, this is supposed to be a singular event, only one person wins a medal. And yet they've created a team around her, and that, that seems like bullshit. Um, they're not
1: the only ones who do that, though. I know
0: they're not the only ones who do like, but nobody should do it. But I totally understand that the people who are putting the money, who are backing financially backing Helen, are putting all their eggs in that basket. So they want to increase the chances as much as possible and also groom whoever is going to be the next up-and-comer in uh, Vicky and Lucy. So you also or at least I also feel like this is Helen's shot. This is it, like because um, next year it's or not next year, four years from now, whatever the next Olympics, um, if Helen doesn't win, it's going to be Lucy or Vicky's turn. like if Helen wins, or if Helen you know is a bronze medalist, then she'll probably compete next time but, Otherwise, they're going to groom around this next person. So it's like I feel it's all or nothing for Helen is the way that I'm looking at it. So uh, that's sort of the setup of the way that it was here. And she's 10th out of the water. And I didn't pull a soundbite of cycles because, as you mentioned, um, you trained exhaustively with her in the cycling portion. I did. And you knew she was going to do well. So I felt that you could recap those moments, you and Vince could talk about how she she started cycling 10th and what happened before she gets to the actual run. Uh, where does she place in cycling? How does
1: she do? But, I, to be honest, I, once again, we didn't have all the screens and all that. So right. I don't know because we – So you have no you.
0: idea what happened during cycling. You
1: know, we just saw him pass. I wear- <laughs> The friends that we the, that were there said we should come over and hang out with them, which there was no screen. Vince and I had another place on the other side of the Serpentine, uh-huh. uh, which had a screen. But they're like, no, all of us are over here. You got to come over here. So we did, only to find out we don't get to see much except for her pass. Okay. So we didn't get to really see much of the event at all except so, for every time they passed us. So you don't even know uh, what place she was when she was done – uh, we could hear the announcer.
0: Uh, where, where did she place at the end of uh, r- r- cycling? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't. I think it was like ninth. I thought that you would know that you were, you know, because you went. To uh, the other side of the pond to fully did, enjoy because, the Olympics because it was and with, all, with all those
1: people who came in about the Olympics. Um, yeah, like I said, there's like twenty of them. So that's uh, the deal
0: was, I believe, that you were you were going to go to the other side of the pond if Helen got into the Olympics. If she didn't, you wouldn't have made the trip. I probably still would have made the trip. <laughs> so, but that was the deal. So the the whole trip was uh, built and placated on.
1: Helen getting in the Olympics. So I figured that would be... Yeah, but tickets are really hard to get into, um, to get, and they were sure uh, about 60 bucks a person. That's for standing, not for sitting, if you wanted in the area. Right. And because, like I said, that's the whole group of people, all her family and friends, well, not her family, but all her friends, because her family were actually sitting in the VIP area, of course. Right. Um, there's, like I said, about 20 of us, so that's why we were where we were, but was not a great place to be watching the event unfold. Okay. Okay.
0: Um. Uh, there actually, I guess there was an issue with the attendance. Um People
1: had tickets, but people weren't using them. Uh, there was an issue with that. in The very beginning, what was it, the first week, I think, they actually had some of the army fill some of the seats to make it look like it was full. Uh, they, if you bought a ticket, you were not allowed to sell that ticket. Uh, so there was a no scalping law? Yeah, um, and they're very strict on that. Uh, so there were a lot of events that didn't have a lot of people. Because I was talking to somebody else out there, you, you had to put into a lottery. So you would say, I want to spend $2,000 and I want to try to get, you know, triathlon or swimming, blah, blah, blah. So you put in for all these events that you hope you can get. Uh huh. You may get some, you may, you may not, or some of them could be at the same time. So you could get, you know, triathlon along with some sort of swimming event. Well, which one are you going to choose to go to? Know what I mean? Uh-huh. Uh, so that, that is why. Uh, a lot of the things didn't happen and they were against or people weren't in their seats.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I was sitting here trying to Google to figure out what place she was after swimming. Oh. Uh, but I think it was like eighth or ninth.
1: Um, as far as the, but tickets, the biking, she was doing well because she was, you know, and the bike is well-drafting. Yeah,
0: she, she did well in cycling and uh, did well in running at first
1: um she well did. actually i shouldn't say it first for most of it yeah because she was she was leading the pack and she was going back and forth and then uh so i, I remember when she, we had dinner with her on sunday night
0: afterwards afterwards yeah. okay we're gonna, that that'll be an interesting thing we'll get there <laughs> all right so uh we're watching it's really hard to figure out uh even here at home who's who cycling um because i don't know the numbers uh, and the statistics fly. Like, I don't you know. You just have to look
1: at their ass. The they names and where they're from are on their ass. Um,
0: but act- <laughs> the, we kept trying to find Jenkins, but it was really hard to figure out where it she is. was in that. Um, because it was,
1: especially it, where we were
0: at because, you know, they fly by us so fast. Like, oh. The uh, cameras were also a lot from the front and not so much from the back. The uh, cars, the would, yeah, the motorcycles or whatever would race up and I guess sort of stay in front of them and shoot from that. Yeah,
1: because there's another pack kind of close, so that couldn't be in between them. Yes. So, um, and if they do, apparently they can draft off the motorcycle, so they can't do that. Oh, uh, uh, It was
0: um, uh, pretty cool to see them crash. Um, I don't know, only that I just because I never really th- – I've never watched triathlon before, so I never really gave it much thought. Um, and you see them bail. A lot of them bailed around a particular corner, which – uh, is assumed that maybe there was oil or something on the ground. It's just I think it's just a tight corner. Could be. Uh, I saw one girl go down and another girl ride over her, and I thought that was awesome. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I just rode right over her back. And I—and there was no, it, I mean, the girl who rode over her to her credit, there was no place for her to go. It was oh, her yeah, only it's not malicious. Like, it oh, was not. Down. It was not, but it was still awesome to just see her ride over. Did the you try to bunny hop her? Yeah, it would have been great. <laughs> Um, so it was entertaining to watch people fall since I couldn't figure out who was who. Helen didn't fall,
1: um, at least that I know of, right? No, she did not she fall didn't well, bail. No. Uh, She did good on her transitions and all that.
0: Yeah, yeah our tra- transitions, that's another thing. Transitions are between events. Yeah, uh, And the ability to uh, take off your wetsuit and put on your shoes and uh, the way that... And your helmet. Yeah, your shoes and your helmet have to go on before you touch your bike. And then your bike has to cross a certain line before you can get on your bike. Or Otherwise, whatever. it's a fifteen-second penalty. And which then is why you, they have the penalty box? Yeah. And uh, oh, and that's right. A lot of people elect to take the penalty, or something. There was something. At the, anyway, whatever. There was. Uh, if you take, oh, the, if you get penalized, you don't have to get
1: in the penalty box. You, you do. You could finish the race and then get docked fifteen, 15 seconds. seconds, or you can do the fifteen seconds anytime during the run. So you can do okay. the first lap. Like Which men's, a lot of men's triathlon, he actually, the, the guy who got bronze, had a 15-second penalty. Oh,
0: because uh, they said that a lot of uh, people will uh, continue the race and get the penalty at the end because they want to stay in the group, the cluster that they're in. All right, so uh, so you really have no idea what happened during cycling other than uh, you trained exhaustively with her. I events, did. It was very hard. So you were sure she was going to do well.
1: Well, you saw um, the photos. She did take me out, and I was pretty impressed yeah, with that.
0: I don't really remember what happened during cycling other than I think she finished 8th or ninth. Uh, so then we get into the running section, which they run the same cycle course? Uh,
1: no. Because the cycle actually goes out past the palace, right? So you had to – they run part of it, or did they you run, move to a different location? No, we stayed at the same thing. They run part of it because it's mainly around the Serpentine, okay. which is where the water area is. Uh, so they run around that.
0: Okay. Uh, so then you saw her run
1: past. Yeah.
0: And now you guys – how far from the finish line are you? you are about 300 yards, I think. Okay, so way. you're pretty close.
1: Oh, are we you really see But we really couldn't see the finish line, but you could –
0: it was, it was right there okay so are you along that section where uh, uh, well yeah okay where she she begins dropping back did you so did you see that did you we know? didn't see her
1: dropping well yeah on the very last lap you could see like it looked like she was in a little pain. She's in there. She's, a, she's in the top five. She is. And, she's
0: and there's this other girl, uh, I forget her name, and she ended up placing really well, who came up from the backpack, and that was from the pack behind her, uh, and just bolted up and made it into, that, into her, made it a pack of six, and then took the lead at some point. But Helen's in there, right, running well. All the way to the last... To the last lap. It's not even the last lap. It's like the last minute. <laughs> it was more than that, but yeah, it was... It's like the last minute, and I, I've watched it now twice, and you see the girls really burst out, like in that last minute. Um, they, like, all of a sudden, they hit turbo boost and take off, uh, and they do kick it up. Uh, they probably realistically kick it up two miles per hour, but it looks – it it makes a difference. I mean, I don't know how fast they're running, but if they're running 20 miles an hour, they probably start going 22, but it really looks different. 10% increase, so. And Helen just starts falling behind. And we are just cringing. Like, it is such a horrible thing to watch. to To see her – Go
1: to get all the way up there, and then just start failing. <laughs> I wouldn't say failing. I thought she did a great job. You know, she was the, in pain. the The girl was in pain. She's fuck that. How
0: do you? She did. She did so well up to that point. How does the pain kick in right there? Like the adrenaline has got to be insane that she's not even thinking about
1: her knee. She's. I mean, oh, I don't, After all that, you, you're you're finishing up a six mile run with all that pressure on your knee. You yeah, know, the swimming, may but the adrenaline,
0: I mean, the other girls,
1: they pumped it. They kicked it up a notch. The adrenaline must have been insane. Well, she uh, when we had dinner with her Sunday night, she's like, you know, I hear all these people going, go, well, go. and go. She's like, I'm trying, but my body just wouldn't allow me to. Uh, here, let's listen, listen uh, to the run part.
2: And Helen Jenkins is starting to drop off the back. This is not a position that Helen Jenkins typically finds herself. She's usually out in front, can set her own pace, does not really have to think about her competitors too much. A lot of times she's even found herself out ahead on the bike and not having to deal with strong runners once they hit the ground running.
3: Helen Jenkins now at the back of the group for Great Britain. And it looks like we have a group of four now.
2: Just a lead group of four. Jenkins has dropped back.
3: There's Helen Jenkins, now this is a big surprise.
2: Huge surprise! I would have thought that Helen Jenkins would be leading the way at this point. She's got all the fans behind her, but sometimes competing in your home country at the Olympics can really be a burden as well because you feel the weight of your country and the quest for gold on your shoulders.
3: Trying to become the first athlete from Great Britain to win a medal of any kind in triathlon, man or woman. And now, after being with the leaders on the run, she's dropping back. Well, just a shocker for Helen Jenkins. As she knows every inch of this course, she studied it time and time again, gets up the train at 5 a.m. every morning saying she's thinking nothing else other than the London Olympic Games. And now here she is. Her dream could be blowing up in front of her face as she's dropping from a leading group of four now. But what an unbelievable finish, as the fifth place finisher will be Helen Jenkins of Great Britain. Norton and Spirit both leaning across right at the end.
1: All right, so she finished fifth.
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, there's no medal for fifth.
1: There isn't. You, get shit for, you don't
0: even get a ribbon like we used to get when we were in school for fifth place, you don't get anything for fifth. <laughs> Uh, 31 seconds out of first place. Um, the, the two girls, I don't know if you, you haven't rewatched it or whatever. Do you, you know that it was a photo finish?
1: I do. I know they, ex- they had the exact same time.
0: Yeah, it was pretty incredible. So there should
1: have been actually two golds and a bronze. It was
0: pretty incredible that those two girls really in that last. I guess one had bigger breasts. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, one girl led, uh, uh, stuck her head out, like leaned forward. And that uh, matched up to the other girl's foot, I think, is what it was. The girl who got silver, um, Uh, second place. I think if if you
1: both have the exact same time, which is what it says on the Olympic site, then there should be two golds and a bronze.
0: Yeah, I don't don't know. I mean, we had Michael Phelps who touched the wall like uh, a... Whatever uh, one one thousandth of one, a second, yeah. Whatever, it was so ridiculous how crazy that is. And uh, but he lost. Gold.
1: Yeah, he can't He got a silver. He got a silver. That went But if you have, silver. and it shows on his time that he lost uh, by the one one thousandth. Well, seven, but I in
0: remember. the swimming race, because uh, there's an actual uh, computer has. stop thing that you can touch, uh, it makes sense. In the running race, there isn't such a computer, and it seems like there should be. Uh, I, you know, we have high speed cameras, so you you should be able to tell. I can't believe that those two girls actually passed at the exact hundredth of a second. But whatever. That's what their time is. Those girls burst out in the final 10 feet, uh, 20 feet to hit right there. Helen's in the top four. This other girl comes up from the back. I don't remember her names. It might have been Sparrow. Anyway, comes up from the back uh, and really gets up into there. And Helen starts just falling behind the other girls now when i first watched it it looked to me like helen started slowing down on second viewing i realized that the other girls started speeding up and even then i was like why isn't she speeding up like she's she's so close to the to the dream body just to the gold i mean she's right now all the credit in the world i could never do this she's a, it's amazing to just compete and all of that stuff but she was 31 seconds out of first place.
1: Like, I, I mean, th- that's like getting, she also had an injury. That's like getting, if f- she was at a hundred percent, she would have had that. These
0: are, these are just excuses. Sunday you had lunch with, or you had dinner with her.
1: Was she depressed? No, she, well, no, it was a Sunday either way. It was Sunday or Monday. One of those days. Yeah. We had, we had dinner with her. Uh, she met us in Camden and went to a bar and we had some drinks. Uh Which is fine, loosen her up a little bit, right? Uh, Which is actually funny. She came off in her whole, uh, off the tube, in her whole uh, gear. Oh, okay. Britain gear. So she was taking photos. She was all dressed and stuff like that.
0: She was taking photos in the bar.
1: Well, no, when we got to the bar, she changed into her normal clothes. Did anybody? Did people? Regular people know she was. On the tube, they did, yeah.
0: Okay, but what about in the bar? Did people people didn't recognize that she was an Olympic athlete or anything? Nobody was throwing things at her no. that she lost their only opportunity to get a gold or to get a medal at
1: all in this sport. No, nothing like that. Anyway, she was talking about that. She, well, I mean, I told you she's she she said as she was running. People were cheering for her. She's like, I, I just can't. She's like, I really want to mentally. She wanted to. But her body just didn't allow her to. Uh, but then we're talking and she's like, you know, I'm glad I got fifth. She's like, had I got fourth, I would have been pissed. I would have been upset because it's one away from the medal. She's like, you know, there's a, you know, I have that little buffer there. So, either way, I didn't, I wasn't going to get a medal. She said the other girl who got fourth, she said she was bawling, just crying. Because um, you're, you know, you're you're on the bubble.
0: I think that's a that's a way for her to rationalize it.
1: Now, because we talked about that before, that you know, even Vince, before we even saw her, Vince was like, I'm glad she got fifth because had she got fourth, she would have been. Well,
0: well, were you guys crushed? Were you like – I mean – We were. It was a really awkward our, moment of, oh, my God, what do we say to Helen now?
1: No, not at all. I, she placed fifth in the Olympics with an injury. That is incredible. So, <laughs> exactly. It so. is
0: incredible to be that close to, to be uh, that greatness uh, at all. I mean she's much closer than millions of people – billions of people are. Exactly, But you know, and it's her second it's Olympics. It's also just like – how did you drop the ball? You were 31 seconds out of first. How do you get that close to greatness? Well,
1: I think with her injury, I think she did a great job. Fuck
0: the injury! Stop talking about the
1: damn injury. <laughs> well, that's she, what slowed if her down. Bull had, had she then, uh, if she were at she wouldn't have been in the final she pack. At, she
0: gave up. She, she threw in the not. towel. She did – I don't know. She did something. Why she gave up, I have no idea. What it was that she thought about in that final – she just didn't
1: – And your body's never given up? Your knees have always been good? Not, <laughs> not 31 seconds away from gold medal, no. Well, it's not 31 seconds. She, she was dropping back. She was 31 seconds out of first uh, Well, place. first, yes, but that 31 seconds happens over time.
0: Yeah, it happened and, like and, over a And you can a see a in her face so. that she
1: was in pain. It happened over like a minute, a
0: minute and a half. Well, they're all in pain. You watch, well, the, like you watch like the footage of them uh, – you you rewatch or you watch them running across the finish line. No, they all faces. collapse. They're all – yeah, but they all have orgasm faces. They're all just like pushing it so hard. Um,
1: I think she did a, a great job. Injury aside, I no think she what, totally no dropped what, the ball. No matter what, <laughs> even fifth place in the Olympics, being fifth overall in the world –
0: it's pretty incredible. It is pretty incredible. It is pretty incredible. But being first would have been far more incredible. Well, And all she had, I mean, all she, all she had to do was fart. That was <laughs> a it. A boost the speed. Oh, just like one fart, and she would have
1: gotten a goal. She would well, have farted you know, away from goal. And there's things, the, the course, you know, she talks
0: about how. Like, was she wearing a tampon? Was it that time of the month? Because without that, that could have, you know, really lightened her load and, and pushed that 31 seconds. She's so close is what I'm saying. Like a haircut. Could have made the difference.
1: <laughs> she, well, uh, her suit, uh, they they commissioned or some company in Germany offered to give her these suits, give the triathlon girls, you know, the top of the line, supposed to shut off so much seconds in the water, whatever, these suits. Uh-huh. So they fly her and Mark over to Germany mm-hmm. and they do like a full on body scan, find out, you know, her measurements. And, you know, so the suit is perfect. So she comes home and starts training in it. And one of the girls calls her and says, is your suit see-through? She said, like, because mine is see-through. She's like, I don't know. I've been training in it, but it you know, doesn't look like it. So she asked Mark. She bent over, and Mark's like, yep, totally see-through. She's like, well, I'm not going to wear it then. So the company put all this money into these suits, and they couldn't even wear those ones because they were see-through. It's like, what kind of company would make these see-through suits?
0: They, the Olympics wouldn't let them wear it, or she didn't want to wear it? She didn't want to wear it. Why wouldn't she want to wear it? Because it's see through, she's got a rockin' body. I mean, that that girl is like, like if I, I, do you want
1: you want your junk to be sewn shown? I mean, on the was, Olympics? <laughs> yes. There was a girl. I don't know if you saw it on uh, on the TV out here. I have photos on my Facebook of this one girl. I forget where she was from, but the very bottom of her suit ripped, so you see her ass cheeks.
0: Uh, well, we saw that in volleyball. No, this was a, was a lot of ass she, cheeks she, in volleyball. Volleyball. Um. No, I, I look. Helen, Helen, I imagine that if you uh, pinched her skin when you let go, you would hear a snap.
1: Oh, yeah, she's, yeah. I mean, no body fat there. Yeah,
0: and that's why Olympic Village is such an orgy because, you know, it's just a bunch of people who just look, you know, like goddesses, gods and goddesses. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, they're at the top of their game, right? Yeah, on, absolutely. So, you know, fuck your life away. But I met a, a few, I met some Olympic girls, some swimmers. Uh huh. Very nice looking.
0: Yeah, but the swimmers tend to have like big thighs. Right. They're the ones. No, they're, they, they're, more, they they're, they're, they're more curvy. Yeah. Yeah. They have like big thighs because they're the, the swim. But um, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: There's not a lot of body fat on her. I
0: just felt I felt after I, she should have went with the nude uh, suit then because then that would have made the 31. Seconds. Well,
1: you know, the problem is she also talks the about
0: Olympics used to be performed in the nude. It was originally a nude sport because you admired the uh, the physique of the human body. So there's nothing wrong with performing nude.
1: And had she maybe she should have run nude. Then See, know, I, would have gotten I, a lot of attention. I don't think the time would I, I think it's with the suit sucking things in. I think you had better time.
0: The this Gabby girl who uh got the gold in the Olympics or the uh floor, the gym gymnastic. Um Gabby, do you know who I'm talking about? No.
1: A little black girl. Oh yeah, the one with the hair that people were bitching about. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... then,
0: yeah, that's funny. Uh I guess there was, there was controversy not over her. enough or something. Yeah. <laughs> there was controversy over her twice. One was her hair wasn't black enough. Um, that is, I just, <laughs> I, so crazy. <laughs> she won a gold
1: medal. Right. And, and,
0: and she's not black enough. She's not black enough. Um, but uh, her being the uh, first black girl to uh, get a gold in uh, gymnastics, uh, got her on the cover of Wheaties and like $5 million bucks to
1: be on the cover of Wheaties.
0: Anybody offer Alan Jenkins anything? Did she get, like, $5 million
1: to do anything? Uh, you know, she's still a sponsor. I bet if she, bet if she ran naked, and, uh... she would
0: have gotten $5 bucks to be in Playboy. Well, a million bucks to be in Playboy or something. Um, the other controversy with Gabby, which I think is it's just, it's a, such a bad coincidence and really funny, unless you're black, I guess. Um <laughs> After Gabby won the Olympic or won the uh, gold medal, Bob Costas uh, had said something really nice about how um, now that uh, black girl has achieved you know, Olympic gold status, there are plenty of uh, girls around the world, uh, black girls around the world, who realize that this is an attainable goal and, you know, it's going to uh, motivate them. Uh, that's the gist of what he said, but it sounded more like um, – now that a black girl has done it, anybody can do it, okay? That's um,
1: all how you spin it?
0: Yeah, but it doesn't, it doesn't sound that bad at first, okay? NBC had been promoting uh, the, their new TV show, Animal Practice. And after Bob Costas made that statement, he's live in London. He has no idea what NBC's going to commercial on. NBC here has pre you know determined the commercials. They have no idea what event is going to happen before the commercial, nor did they you know even know what Bob Costas is going to say. So it's just total coincidence. They cut to a, a commercial for Animal Practice and show a chimpanzee working the gymnastic bars and basically <laughs> say the statement that if a chimpanzee can do it, anybody can do it. Which then relates back to Gabby and going, and it was it was a controversy and. Like, you're laughing. I laughed, too. I was just like, oh, what what a screwed-up series of events <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just to just to get to there. But it was funny. <laughs> um Yeah, I, I think it's great for the girl one, and she's uh, $5 million to be on the cover of Wheaties Box. Helen will not be on the cover of Wheaties Box because of 31 seconds. Yeah, and I feel – I just – I don't know.
1: I, I, it's not so much I feel for. Her. I really do. I guess I'm. I, I well, I, in May she was top of her game. She in San Diego she had her best time ever. She's at the top of her game. I feel angry because I, I I guess maybe knowing in uh, points in my
0: life how close I was to getting something and then failing at it and looking back and thinking of all the things I could have done different and it and in that moment I'm just like oh my god thirty one seconds. She's so close to it. How fucked up is this girl just going, I could have done this. I, could, I mean, literally, I could have farted and, and made up that 31 seconds or whatever it is. So I don't know. I don't really know how to feel about it. It's she probably, seemed like
1: she was in good, good spirits. She's actually going to be out here September 13th through oh 16th. And then, uh, so then she can hit me in person. Uh, well, I don't know. They're going to be down in San Diego, and I'm going to be up at my parents' house. So. Oh, so you're not going to see her at all?
0: Just coming all the way And then they're going side. to
1: Vegas during the week, so I don't know if I'm going to make it up to Vegas. Yeah. Is and Vince coming too? Yeah.
0: Uh, so the, the three of them. They got like a little sexual thing going on? No, there's other people coming also.
1: Oh. Maybe they all have a little sexual Maybe thing. Maybe an Olympic they're... orgy village. Yeah, I that's don't know. right.
0: I don't know what you're doing over there. You know, you're, you cross the pond.
1: Yeah, Vince is gay. Everybody knows it.
0: Anyway. Yeah. Uh, well, Vince, well, you rang the bell. I did not ring the bell. And Vince will tell you uh, he's supposed to post that, but I uh, did
1: not ring the bell. What exactly does ringing the bell mean? Ringing the bell means you're the first one to give up drinking; that you're done for the night. Okay. And the We're, night, the night we went to Cardiff, right? We uh, wait, wait a minute. Where does it? Where does the saying come from? Ringing the bell. Honestly, I don't know. We uh, it was a, a joke in Vegas, uh-huh. and I don't know. I don't know where it just. <laughs> I
0: thought it was uh, it was a, a boxing reference. Ding ding, you're out. You're knocked out. You're done. Ding ding, the round's over.
1: I don't know. Vince just started using it. Ringing the bell. And okay. Started, I didn't realize the that bell did. would get passed around in Vegas as people would, would not take a drink.
0: If Vince invented it, then it probably has no foundation.
1: In it. Yeah, because he's right. pretty dull. Just like
0: when you said that things were so cool, they were off the tip.
1: Uh, they are totally off the tip. I right. saw a post the other day about being off the tip. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, all right. So uh, you rung
1: the bell. So I you did you not, got drunk I did and you ring. passed out. Apparently. No, I didn't pass out. That's what well.
0: ringing the bell is, right? You pass out.
1: Well, you don't have to pass out. You just have to like not accept. Like if someone buys around drinks, you're like, no, I'm done right now. Really? That's ringing the bell. What or if you're not I'll even be,
0: drunk? Like I just don't want to get any drunker, and I'm like, no. you have to drink. Otherwise, so you're ringing the bell. Otherwise, you ring. Then I. It's ring like, the like a bell peer pressure a thing. Yeah. Then I ring the bell a lot. You'd I'm be like,
1: you'd be a bell ringer, but okay. it's usually the first one out. When we were in Cardiff, uh, Andy and John came over with us. We were hanging out and. Actually, I, I did crash a wedding while I was there, well, a wedding reception Okay. Uh, because the bathrooms were full downstairs. There was a reception upstairs, so I'm uh-huh. like, I'm just going to go upstairs. Apparently, they like Americans crashing weddings because I had no problems. I was just hanging out up there and enjoying myself. Were, it, were people fascinated by your accent? I don't have an accent. Well, did they,
0: were they fascinated by your accent? Then? They were. They're like you have a little twang. I'm like, no, I don't. You do. A twang. That's what they said. A little twang. Like, well, pretty sure I don't. They say Americans can get laid really easy in a lot of foreign countries, particularly like Australia. That's just because we're Americans. Oh, it could be, but they love our accent. Girls love our accent. So, which I don't know, seems so weird. We <laughs> sound so. like the, the we sound like movie stars. Because all movie stars sound <laughs> like us. That's true.
1: So you crashed the wedding. So yeah, I crashed. wedding. anyway, we we got drunk there and we went back and when we got back. We went to a bar in Bridge End. Andy just vanished. The old person's bar. Or the no, Yoke's this was bar? this is actually a, this is Saturday and there were a lot of people at this bar.
0: Oh, so finally Vince redeemed himself. Yeah, Br- Bridge End was off the hook. Bridge, bridge end, was end was off the, tip. the end of the bridge. It was off where the tip. Lives.
1: Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, did you and, stay at Vince's house or did mm-hmm. you stay with his mom or what'd you do? It's actually, it's Vince's house. Uh, uh-huh. uh, I think he might own it with his mom. Uh-huh. I'm not sure.
0: She actually lives in. That's what everybody in, says when they I live with their mom. Well, no, it's she, really I, my house, but you know, I don't well, know. she
1: actually lives. She doesn't live there. She lives in, oh, I can't think of the name of the city. It's, it's an island. Um, She's a real estate agent or something, isn't she? No, she was doing financial advising. Oh, okay. But she's retired now. Yeah, well. But she did come in. She, she had some. <laughs> Post economic collapse would <laughs> be the good time to retire from that profession. Yeah, uh, she made us some great meals, though. Cool. She, so she, she was didn't... staying with Vince? Well, she actually has some health issues right now um, something going on with her, her lungs. Oh. So she had to come back to Britain to, to go to the doctors. Because there's no doctors on the island. Well, whatever. because, because of fine. their – she doesn't, I don't think she has the private insurance. I think she's under the U.K. insurance, which is you know, the socialist medicine. Oh, or, they're like Canada? Uh, Everybody yeah. gets insured? Cool. Uh, so I, that's why she came back.
0: And so she was staying with Vince. What's Vince's house like?
1: It's a duplex, two-story duplex. Du, a duplex? You, so like uh, – like, like it's connected to another house. Like said, there's a common – one common wall.
0: Uh, like our condos are here, sort of thing yeah, there's something like a townhouse, I guess yeah. now is he like the bottom floor and the other person's the top floor, or is it like side by side side by side uh, so he, he has a two story place yeah. and,
1: uh, does it have a garage uh, no, I don't think a lot of I'm trying to think do a lot of them have garages does it have a backyard? It does have a backyard, which and yeah. I think is really weird is they don't use clothes dryers Oh, they hang their clothes they hang their clothes yeah it's environmentally better it is, but in a place that rains all the time. Yeah, that's kind of strange. Maybe that's why they always smell. <laughs> they're also on a 220 volt, which I just seems weird. They're on 220 volt. Uh,
0: there's a lot of arguments that it's safer than 110,
1: but how can it be safer than 110? 110 I've, is half the volts. Uh,
0: but the it's the amperage that kills you. the, amp is the uh, but uh, I don't. It has to do. But 220 would still be. Running. Oh, it's the efficient. It's not the safe. It's not that it's safe. It's the efficiency of 220 volts
1: versus 110 volts. Takes less energy to move something.
0: I guess. I mean, well, your your home air conditioner or your pool pump is two hundred and twenty volts as opposed to one hundred and ten because it's more energy efficient. Uh, so I guess that's it. I don't know. We have one hundred and ten here, and they have two twenty. They have the different plugs. They look like little smiley faces. They do two dots and a little smile. They're huge, and you turn the plugs off. Oh, they have uh, like green switches is what we call them here. Where you when you leave. You can flip a switch and turn off all the power in the house? Well, it's not all the power,
1: but each each switch, has each plug outlet has its own switch. So what do you have, like 50 switches on a wall? No, they're not on the wall. They're actually on the, the face plate. Oh, really? So yeah.
0: you turn a plug on and off?
1: Yeah. Why? That's, that's what, what I said. It uses energy. Like, a, No, not if there's nothing coming out of it. But yeah, they all have... That's interesting. He's like, you know, even... Uh, you know, like the little red lights that show up on things that show your chargers in. Those use energy. Oh yeah, and how much how much energy was would one of those really use? It's actually
0: quite a bit, and
1: they, there's uh, websites that talk about uh,
0: it's not it's over a year. How much energy does each one use over mm-hmm. a year? And then when you combine that with how many people have it plugged in right now, it turns out to be just like they convert it and how many trees or how much coal is burned for that, and it's just ridiculous. Well, so they turn
1: it off, so they don't have that little red light going,
0: right? I actually, I, I don't. Uh, there's a lot of things that, well, even a remote-controlled TV is always drawing power because it's waiting for you to push the power oh, it's button on. to turn. Yeah, it's always on. Uh, but there are a lot of things in the house that I unplugged or that I don't have running because I know that they're. But gone. you had
1: your photo frames on forever.
0: <laughs> yeah, they are. But are they both burnt out now? Yeah, are they done. Both dead. <laughs> but they were also sort of night lights, and they were photos as well. Um, look I'm not, Mr. Energy I'm not Mr. Environment that's not what I'm saying but there <laughs> sure are a lot of things not. that I did unplug because of that because of, they just draw power um, and now there are some new houses we install they call it a green switch that's a switch that's by your front door uh, and you flip it and it turns off all your outlets um, anything that doesn't need to remain on like your air conditioner would still remain on or whatever you uh, whatever few clocks but it would turn off all your outlets so the energy suckers uh, wouldn't be able to suck them. Hmm. The biggest killer of energy, uh, which people don't realize, is the the TiVos. Those hard drives spinning and recording are just
1: constantly sucking up energy. Maybe that's why they don't have them in Britain. Apparently they're worried about all the energy. Uh, Oh, Well, I don't blame them. We should be worried about the energy here. I don't understand why we don't have their technology in cars. They like, you know, Vince, yeah. Vince's car gets like fifty miles a gallon, yeah. which isn't that great. He's like, you know, the new Mini came out, Mini Diesel, like it was a Mini, right? Sixty-five miles to a gallon. Uh huh. Yeah. We're excited if we get thirty.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, in nineteen ninety-one, I bought a Ford Escort that I had for a long time, and if I drove it at fifty-five over and over, I got fifty-eight miles to the gallon. It was a four-cylinder. Until you were towing your boat with it. So I was towing <laughs> the boat with it. A four-cylinder stripped, no AC Escort, fifty-eight miles a gallon. That was in ninety-one. Living in the middle of the desert with no A.C. That's true. No, we had an A.C. The house had air (laughs) conditioning. Well, I know the
1: A.C. I know your house Oh, you mean the car didn't have air
0: conditioning. No, no, no. Yeah, neither did my truck. But we were young and (laughs) stupid then. That's right. What? It's
1: a couple thousand dollars cheaper? Okay. Thousand
0: dollars? Not a couple. Just $1,000 is the difference in price. And that was enough for us to say no. And uh, now? But the so point the is, is, in 91, it got 58 miles a gallon, and now you, you can't get anything that gets that. You can't buy any. No, our fit gets a, 36. A, a freaking Prius, you know, whatever a, a electric vehicle doesn't get 58 miles to the gallon if you drive mm-hmm. it correctly. And that's just because, you know, they're screwing America. The oil companies are screwing us. I do believe in that conspiracy. Uh, the, <laughs> I believe in it, too. <laughs> I don't understand.
1: The technology is obviously there. Every fo- You know, Ford's. Every car company we have has a car out there that gets that gas mileage. Yes,
0: yeah, but they don't here, and they say it's because of our EPA standards.
1: Was it smoggy in England? Actually, they <laughs> actually they put out less emissions because the engines are smaller.
0: Yeah. So, but that's not even our little uh, smart car. Doesn't it? it gets like what thirty-five, forty miles to the gallon? Yeah. The thing weighs like
1: and they you know. and their their smart car gets sixty.
0: Yeah. And that's why we imported smart cars was because oh it was such an economical car but then as soon as it got converted to Americanized it doesn't get good gas money. <laughs> nope. But that's that's the price for living in paradise, or one of the prices for living in paradise. But At least our gas is cheap. No, it's expensive, isn't it?
1: Our oh, gas. our gas, our gas is compared cheap. to theirs. Yeah. American. Well, and they like at eight to nine dollars a
0: gallon. Right, and that's the ratio. We pay four, they pay eight. So. They get double the gas mileage, but they pay double the, the gas fee. So, if the oil companies could get double the money out of us, then all of a sudden our cars would give us double the mileage. We would just get raped. The rape continues; it stays it the same. The percentage s- scales exactly the same. Um, so, you know, whatever. Anyway, so we're at forty-seven minutes now, That's and we still don't. <laughs> we still don't have an ending to the show. but I think we've covered at least your summer. Uh, all the way up till now. I think
1: so. Well, I didn't tell you about the zombies. I did meet zombies in a train, which was random. zombies
0: where, on a train, on
1: in on a tube. Sorry, No, in, in London. What, Vince okay. and I, you know, Vince, Mark, and I. So we we now have names. I, I would be beer. Uh, Mark was different. Mark, he was lion. And then we have Vince, of course, who was flounder. Well, you created
0: was, you created nicknames.
1: What are you like on a reality TV
0: show now? And you're going <laughs> exactly. Did you guys call yourselves the Four Horsemen or something weird? There's only three of us.
1: The three. Of anyway, us. so uh, we we went out drinking. I think we we're in Camden Town, and we end up drinking. And, Did you walk in the missing man formation? <laughs> we should have. <laughs> All right. No. Anyway, so we're driving. We're coming back at uh, like no, two o'clock in the morning on the tube, uh, which is obviously the subway. And these three girls dressed totally as zombies walk on. Apparently there's a zombie party, whatever. Like they have blood coming off. Their, their, their faces were all done. Mm-hmm. Makeup. That was pretty cool. Pretty random to actually see zombies on a tube. Not according to Shaun of the Dead. No. Which was filmed over there. It, that's true. I imagine there's just zombies <laughs> everywhere.
0: Zombies Isn't that what the UK is all about? It's just zombies. I've never been, so I guess it's just zombies. I, I, and, zombies. and I like, had I
1: known, I would have gone to that party. Cause it, looked like, it looked like fun.
0: Ol- zombies and Olympic failures.
1: I, I actually – we drank with a guy uh, also who was an Olympic failure. Oh, was, OK. So maybe it's you. He was – well, he came 32nd. Was he, was, he from Castaic? He was not actually – well, he's from Seattle, but he's training down in San Diego. He's a discus thrower.
0: OK. Uh,
1: 32nd place. He was some bar away from all the hype, I think, because he came 32nd place.
0: <laughs> oh, really? You think that uh, people banished him because he was 32nd? No, I just don't – you know
1: – uh, he just didn't place very well. I don't think he's very happy with himself. So, oh, I mean you we thought saw, he, you think he was yeah. yeah. it was far away from the you know, it was where was it? Paddington, I think. Near Paddington, it was a Paddington station? I don't know. Hmm. We went to so many bars. Is I, that what England is? Is just a bunch of bars. There's a bunch of pubs and you can drink anywhere. So what's one the, day before the Jack the Ripper tour, we got some beer and went over to the park and drank before Jack the Ripper.
0: What's the Jack the Ripper tour?
1: You no, know, you know who Jack the Ripper is, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He used to uh,
0: cut up uh, prostitutes. prostitutes. Yeah, yeah He'd uh, well. The story that I know is that he would stick. He would use like a butcher knife and stick it in their vaginas and then rip them all the way up to their chest.
1: Yes, yeah, so, and you know, he would he would leave intestines over one side and their stomach over the other. I didn't know that.
0: So he would actually dig in. Yeah. I remember that they thought that he was a doctor because of the way that uh, things were performed. So maybe that's because he they, knew what the intestines and the yeah they they, they, never, they never found were, him. Right?
1: No, there's a couple of guesses. Um, one was royalty because he left at a certain time, I guess. So one of the royalty was in France, and that's when the murder stopped. When he mm-hmm. came back, another one happened or something like that. And then they have another one where they think, because the guy left, uh, the murder stopped. I think he, I forgot if it was America or Australia. Uh, and some murders kind of like that happened in those areas. And then he went back, and there were some murders, but not quite the same MO. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's a couple of different theories. Anyway, they walk you through, like, where he'd pick up the girls and where they died and stuff like that. So it was called it was Jack the Ripper, and it was in Ripper Vision. Okay. Ripper Vision is, uh, yeah, we're like, Ooh, that sounds cool. It, all it is, it's a, like Did a, Vince do this with you? Yeah, it was okay. Vince and Mark. We, okay. we all went on this tour after drinking. So we drank during the day and in uh, and, 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 and a park. In a park, okay. Because it's perfectly okay, and we weren't the only ones. So, yeah, we found it, we did— we finished. I guess we finished.
2: Well, you go to a liquor pack?
0: store and pick up a couple of pints and then just go to a park? Or yeah. you go to a pub and get? No, nah, we,
1: we went to a store and picked up uh, like a 12-pack.
0: Okay. Are there stores like our stores? Do they sell booze and, 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 and bread and in the same, the same place? place. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's They have Walmart, too? Not yet. No Walmart? Um, well, they have, they have a Sainsbury, which is almost like a Walmart. I yeah. think Walmart is out there, but just they not where like we're at. Tesco's. Tesco's, yes, Tesco's all over. Yeah, Tesco owns, uh, Tesco's
0: the second largest department store in the world, or second largest well, We had lunch there several times
1: because they have they make some good sandwiches and salads and stuff like that. So uh, to eat cheap our my dollar, you know, it's $1.50 to their pound. Oh, is that what the so exchange rate is? So, yeah. um, so like everything was 150% to me. So
0: that $3 is? Uh, About 5 so, well, wait a minute. A dollar fifty is a dollar to them. So three is two. No. Wait a minute. Their dollar is a dollar fifty to you. Yeah. So it costs you three dollars to buy something that's two dollars there. Yeah. So you're yeah you you three to two. Yeah, that's not that bad.
1: Yeah.
0: At one point, I think
1: uh, it was two to one at one point.
0: Yeah, it took two of our dollars for every one of theirs or something. Like when you yeah when a U.S. dollar was fifty cents there or something. So that's not that bad of an exchange, right? Um, Tesco is—they uh, own Fresh and Easy.
1: There are mm-hmm. are Fresh and Easies here, yeah. which is well, really I did like bad. them. Tesco. Uh,
2: yeah, Ripper Vision, all it yeah. is,
1: is a handheld projector. So he would go to like certain buildings, because obviously they're not the same buildings that were there, but he would show pictures of what they did look like back in the time. Uh huh. So that's what Ripper Vision was. Cool. But it was interesting. It's about like an hour and a half long. Did you do me. anything else interesting like that? Any other tours? Uh let's see. I did Stonehenge, which is a big thing of rocks. Yeah, Stonehenge I, is
0: awesome, but they don't let you go to it. So Well,
1: if you want to pay, we I just stayed outside the gate and saw it. Um I didn't pay to get in cuz it was like I think it was going to be like $15. But they don't let you touch the rocks. No, they don't let you go. Yeah. yeah, you can't do that anymore. You used to be able to touch the rocks like 20 well, years to, ago. Yeah, it
0: used to be free, too. You used right. to walk in. and it, Well, there was no walk-in. There was no fence. Yeah. You just pulled over and you went to Stonehenge. Yeah. Um, there is a Stonehenge in Texas uh, that is free. I forget where. I want to say it's northern Texas. And some guy who's got like, I don't know, 400 acres. Uh, reconstructed, and part of it is his acreage is on a highway. He reconstructed a Stonehenge off the side of the freeway, or off the side of the highway. Uh, and there's, like, a dirt parking lot, and you can just go park and... Take a picture of Stonehenge. Yeah, and and see Stonehenge in Texas. Uh, and there's, n- like, nothing, there's no bathroom, there's no, like, buildings... Uh, I don't. No one knows exactly. The guy hasn't come out why he's done it. He's, his not? house is his house is far away from there, so it's not like he even gets to experience the people. I don't know. He just wanted his own Stonehenge, uh, and then let the people enjoy it.
1: Uh, it so it's a good story. It's yeah. It's pretty I guess cool. I go down the highway. I'm at Stonehenge. Yeah.
0: Easy to find there. <laughs> go enjoy Stonehenge. So cool. Uh, what else? Anything else? in
1: uh, let's see. As far as tours, you know, we did the Roman baths, which I thought was really cool.
0: Oh, yeah, you got naked with Vince. That's yeah, true. yeah, it was a nice, romantic.
1: Uh, Real Roman baths? Yeah, well. Well, you're not in Rome, so I don't know. Well, where. the Romans got there in 80 something, 100 or something like that. They found this, it's like a natural hot spring. Oh. Okay. And the water is supposed to be uh, magical or whatever, you know, soothing, healing, blah, blah, blah. Um,. The Romans invented indoor plumbing. They did. And it, it's pretty amazing everything they have. Mm-hmm. But apparently in, I forget what year it was, but uh, once the Romans left, the people who stayed there weren't big into bathing, so they covered it all up. Well, that's... And it wasn't until recently, like I know, 1900-something, is when they started uncovering the fact that it was a Roman bath. They're still not big into bathing over there, right? Don't they all stink?
0: <laughs> wasn't there a problem with people's fragrance? No, that's France. But it, I thought it was also, like, they didn't uh, I use... Didn't, I didn't have any problem with They didn't use perfumes and stuff like that and deodorants and things. No, they have all that stuff on there.
1: I, you know, London looked like America. It was any town. With some older buildings. That's Well, yeah, the, you have to look up. Because the storefronts are all same modernized looking. But yeah. if you look up, you see all the, all the different architecture. I remember the
0: wedding... Um, who was it? What's his name that just got married to the girl who has a hot sister? Oh, William and Kate. Kate? Yeah, William and Kate. Uh, which Kate's pretty, but her sister, I was always like, hey, who's that chick? And apparently I wasn't the only one because a few days later in the tabloids, I just saw it. <laughs> Who's that chick? Um, but uh, when they got out in front of, I don't know if it was Buckingham Palace, but it, uh,
1: the camera shot across the street and there was a McDonald's.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was funny. And, and
1: it's all – it looks modernized, but you look up and you see all the cool architecture. Then but you on, see all on the on the, the old stuff. Everything else just looks like any major city. It's like New York. There's McDonald's on every frigging
0: corner, and then you look up and you see dirty buildings, mm-hmm. um, which had all surprised me about New York. Uh, one, that there was a McDonald's on every frigging street because uh, people don't drive. They work in these buildings or they live in these buildings, and they walk everywhere. So if a McDonald's is more than a block away, you can't go. Um, so there's McDonald's everywhere on that. There's like you can well, London, it. there's
1: Starbucks everywhere. Is there? <laughs> of course. Then there I would, is. I And I would love
0: London. <laughs> I would. Love it. Uh, you you Google Manhattan Island. There's like 50 McDonald's on that thing. So that was one. I thought uh, there's no class and culture on an island that has 50 McDonald's. Uh, when you come to Los Angeles and you can eat uh, uh, Thai Mexican uh, pizza. Uh, and all in the same restaurant—that's culture. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, uh, and then uh, the other thing that I noticed about New York was—and I don't know if there's like this in London—all the buildings were dirty. Uh, yeah, there's, there's... and that's because you go into Los Angeles, the buildings are not dirty. And this was the first thing that made me question: Do we wash our buildings? Because our buildings are just—they're you go—you uh, drive through LA, even the old part of LA, they're not—they look. Consistent from the ground up, they look the same. In New York, it seemed like as high as a ten foot ladder could reach, it was clean. And then up above that, it they have window washers out there. I know they have window washers, but do they not wash the building? I mean the buildings are in New York are really dirty. So were the buildings in London dirty?
1: Well, yeah, but they're older. A lot of the architecture and stuff like that was just older. The brick and stuff like that. They don't clean. Even Vegas, the,
0: those things are friggin' tall, and those buildings are clean.
1: Well, that's Vegas, though. But
0: you it, can't compare Vegas, Vegas
1: to other towns.
0: No, well, you can because you can go to you can experience London and Rome and all that shit in Vegas, Italy, and everything under the sun. Not London. We need a German casino. <laughs> we have Paris. We have New York, New York. It would be odd, like a concentration camp casino.
1: Yeah, I don't know if that would go over so big. <laughs>
0: You wouldn't have beds; you'd sleep on concrete floors.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to go.
0: Communal showers (laughs) on each floor. You really turned that into something. That's an idea there.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Good luck finding investors on that one.
0: Ah, well, if there's somebody who's willing to invest in a pirate ship, there's probably somebody (laughs) who's willing to invest in the concentration. It is history.
1: Yeah, it is history. Absolutely. All right. So, uh, we still don't have a way to close it. So, um, goodbye. Have a day.
0: Be sure to leave your feedback, comments, and suggestions on iTunes. We'll read all of those. And for more information on the show, visit GetConvinced.com.